Hello, you're listening to The Threads Podcast from Pop Heart Productions. In this episode, Chelsea is speaking to Tanya. Enjoy. Welcome to the Threads Podcast. My name is Chelsea and throughout this series I will be interviewing people about their clothes. We will be talking all things personal style, what makes us tick in terms of our outfit choices and how perhaps we can get way more joy out of what we're wearing. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Threads Podcast. Today I am here talking to Tanya about all things personal style. So, Tanya, how would you describe your style? Well, it's morphed over the years, hasn't it, you know, and uh, I don't really know. I thought this question would come up, and <laughs> I thought, and I thought, I, it's one of those things, I, I, in some ways, I sort of feel, feel that it's easier described by others than it is described by me. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, it's, it's not me, but probably the comment that I get the most is, <laughs> oh, you're really stylish. You do you get know? that a lot, yeah. Um, so, uh, whatever that means, you know, and it really varies on the day as to how I feel and what I'm going to be putting on. Mm. Deep in my, very deep in my soul is a goth girl, really, a post-punk goth girl who, um, if she could look back... Or she could look forward rather and so and see what I wear sometimes she'd be maybe slightly appalled um, <laughs> you know sequins really what's going on um you know uh color oh my lord no <laughs> um so yeah it's uh, but but there is there is a there's a gothic element I would say and you make a good point about um that thing of it changes you know, because it does fucking change. Like, every day can be totally different. And that's what I always enjoy about seeing what you've got on, is that you're not afraid to switch up what you're doing or take inspiration from more unusual places. You don't put yourself in, like, a stylistic box, like you said. Like, at heart, I'm goth, but I like a thousand different things. In terms of clothing, I don't have a very good visual memory but I've got a very large wardrobe <laughs> and some sections get used, you know, over and over again and some bits get pulled out, you know, like, oh, I haven't worn that in years. Or maybe I can put that with something now that, mm. I would never, that I'd never think of partnering up and um, and maybe create a different silhouette, which, I've, or you, which you've been a great source of inspiration, actually, Aww. in terms of silhouette. silhouette. Um but in terms of visual memory, I don't always remember. Well, more often than not, I don't remember what I wore yesterday. But what I do know is what the clothes felt like. Mm. So I may pull, you know, I put all my clothes back in the wardrobe at the end of the night. I'm a good girl now. I've, I've learned <laughs> tricks, right? And um, and I think that. I might pull something out and I think, oh, what did I wear yourself? I've got no idea. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll put this on. And the way that it clasps around my wrist, the way that it fits, whether it's a jumper or a pair of trousers or, 
how much air is on my legs maybe you know mm. how much exposure of skin there is mm. uh, and and that might be more of an indicator oh i wore that yesterday because that's what it felt like on rather than i remember putting that over my head and sticking my arms through that's so, so interesting no one else i've spoken to have have mentioned we've mentioned about feeling comfortable in terms of the way things might feel on your body but actually talking about it in terms of remembering what you wore through how it feels which of course affects your day entirely is a really yeah. interesting approach um to look at clothes yeah, I don't know whether I found the, the approach kind of, it, it, it's, yeah, it just comes from sort of not always having a good visual memory. Mm. And um, so your body remembers, even if you don't consciously, you know, it's a, it's a sort of an unconscious thing. So that I find quite interesting because that sort of ties in with atmosphere and atmosphere of clothes and, um, kind of vibe that you get from putting something on mm. you know clothes are so much more than um you know just covering yourself up totally. so um yeah and I, I sort of beat myself up less for days or occasions where I, you know I'm less concerned but i think my most days it's, it's it's so important to me you know i'm doing mm. the decorating at the moment and you know i still love my boiler suit you oh know? i love and... a boiler suit <laughs> you know i and, do <laughs> uh, yeah and uh, you're a boiler suit girl woman yeah love it um so yeah you know so there's sort of quite prosaic clothing which is very practical and there's stuff which is just a bit silly and kind of go yeah why not you know totally and and going back to that thing you were saying about um the way it feels like and it's not just covering your body is so like madly true because obviously like putting on a pair of high heels totally affects the way you walk or putting on a tight tailored jacket might make you feel like smart and stand with your shoulders more back and all that stuff it's so much more than just covering up isn't it yeah you can feel you can feel you know every gamut of emotion with what you put on mm. and um and i think it also it can either promote a feeling. So yeah. sometimes I'll put something on and I think, oh, I feel like this. You know, I feel quite sort of, um, I feel slightly eccentric or I feel empowered or, you know, um, or I want to hide from the world maybe. Yeah. I want to wear something where I sort of recede into the background a bit. Yeah. Which I always found a, a bit difficult being so tall. So in terms of... Um, you know, I always felt quite visible and, um, you know, and sometimes we all have days where we just kind of feel like we want a bit of invisibility, really. Definitely. Um, but there will always be something pretty much every day. There'll be something that's got an atmosphere to it that I will appreciate. So even if I was wearing non-vintage clothing and wore, you know, majority of my clothes would be sort of relatively modern but saying that you know something 30 years old is probably modern to me um <laughs> but there's usually there's some things that I'll have either wear a necklace um you know 
and sort of perverse pleasure you know i've got a necklace which is um, a victorian lighter two victorian lighters and just as i got my necklace i gave up smoking mm. but that has an atmosphere and a vibe about it and yeah. something connected to it's you know on a modern chain which i dipped into acid to um make it look older um that is customizing at its like highest form yeah (laughs) yeah well you know we don't want shiny silver do we with with um with with the old oh god no darling no 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 (laughs) (laughs) who um who would you say inspires your dress if anyone or who in have you got a current kind of style inspiration uh, apart from you, um, oh, um, just using your eyes and looking around, mm. you know. Because um, you can find it in the strangest places. Ah, uh, I remember there was a girl that came in, and this was way before the 80s came back, and she just wore shell suits, but like the most incredibly colourful shell suits. Mm. And it would be my idea of hell. <laughs> I remember her. I remember her, and I remember how fantastic she was to talk to. Yeah. And I just thought, what are you doing, love? You know, but it's amazing. It was just, you know. And then there was another woman who um, she just used to be resplendent in plastic. Wow. And my God, you know, what she could find in plastic was just incredible. And the color and the pop of, of color and shape. Um, yeah, she was extraordinary, and she always had um, like a, either like a square or a circle painted on her on her cheekbones, and her skin was really white. And you know, I just remember a bleach blonde hair. Um, yeah, I've got I've got I've got a number of muses, and punk rock being you know um, Vivian Westwood, mm. I think was you know a kind of a beginning into the foray of. Um, fuck you! I can do what I like. And yeah. I'm wear my. I'm gonna wear clothes, and this is gonna be non-conformist, and it's gonna, you know, I'm gonna not dress like a girl. <laughs> totally. So, uh, I think discovering yeah. punk or whatever that is for that individual, like when you have that moment of, fuck, loads of people just like were really rebellious and dressed completely differently and completely went against Ah. the grain and you go Ah. wow oh my god I can do that as well because they all did it ah and it's like the most kind of empowering thing isn't it to discover that you can just do it however the fuck you want to do it yeah I mean I I was a bit too young for punk to be to be honest so it kind of you know I remember just like watching things on tv and thinking oh my god they're so scary Mm. they're really frightening people and they sort of like really shot me to the core and then when the music started to come into the house, then um, it was like, oh, you know, this is creative and artistic and interesting and lyrics. And I can listen to what these people have got to say. And, yeah. and there's melody as well. Yeah. And it's not all just shouting no, and spitting and, and snarling, yeah. you know. There's something underneath it all. So, um yeah, yeah, very formative. So that was a very early formative. And I think my earliest memory was absolutely screaming my head off because my mum wouldn't put put a pair of shorts on me and I must have been about two and a half three or something you know yeah four I don't know but really tiny and um and just absolutely having a meltdown that I was not 
able to wear whatever you know these shorts were i can't even remember them but you know i remember the feeling of abject horror <laughs> but, you know i probably felt like that about not getting a biscuit or a banana or something as well <laughs> you know um to be fair you know being that young but i remember my mum saying trying to calm me down and saying they're wet you can't wear them they're wet you know <laughs> and then eventually i don't know she destructed uh, distracted me with a rubber duck or something yeah you know? <laughs> I remember that as a kid and my mum said like she was always so surprised that like when so young I wanted to make those decisions myself which like led uh -huh. to some really crazy ensembles <laughs> um <laughs> you you can see, you see them on the street sometimes and you think they've styled themselves mm. and it's brilliant mm. um but just have that innate sense of wanting to make those decisions on their own i just think that's crazy that you'd have like you're still developing your aesthetic eye at like two it's bonkers isn't it <laughs> <laughs> well i think and, and, and literally i remember being on um i've still got a thing about laundry from being really really tiny that my mum would go to the laundrette this is before everyone had washing machines at home and we had an old-fashioned pram one of those really big ones those victorian type prams and my mum would pile up the laundry on top of this pram and then plonk me on top so i had this elevated view she'd walk me through the, this lovely park mm. to get to the laundrette and i still kind of remember it and i still have i have fondness for laundry even now how tragic is that <laughs> <laughs> oh what a nice memory i have yeah. i have a certain soft spot for laundrettes just uh, in particular, the ones that are really um, haven't been redecorated since like the seventies and eighties. Yeah, there's a yeah. there's a few around here that are brilliant. Um, that right. I always go and just kind of press my face to the window and peer in and uh, take things there whenever I've got like a duvet that needs washing. Just because they're so atmospheric, yeah. they look like they're a set in a film. They're great, mm. and you've got this kind of like repetitive, like like lulling sound of the dryers going round, and you can take a book and read and it's warm it's like hang on a minute this is all right i don't know what people are complaining about if i had to do it every week it would be a right north yeah to be fair. yeah and um and the other thing about just last for me last thing about laundry it is it, it's pretty shit when you've got to have it lying around the house everywhere you know that's yes. that, that, that that's we we you know you know it's a it's a luxury not to you know yeah um <laughs> you mentioned punk rock and that kind of influencing some of like your early ideas about style but when do you think you found the you found your style whatever that means to you I think that uh, that was the first time I liked. I remember stealing some money off my mum. <laughs> if my mum ever hears this, um, sorry, mum. <laughs> um, I, I stole some money off my mum to go and buy myself a peasant top, mm. and um, and my, there was nothing that my mother could would miss, you know. So it'd be like, Tanya, where did you get that top? You know, what was I going to say? Mm. Somebody gave it to me, Mum, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I remember going on a massive mission to ca I had to have this top and I was going to get it whatever. And, uh, and uh, yeah, not proud of it really. But um, And then it went into the punk rock thing. And really in terms of 
personal style, I don't know. I mean, there's been so many influences over the years. Yeah. Living with people, living with girlfriends, living with girlfriends with different body shapes to mine. Yeah. Um, I had a girlfriend who was as you know, much shorter than me and being of a, a large size. Mm. And she says, I love my body. She said it might be that society doesn't, which I thought was fucking great, you yeah. know. And she was the most liberated, you know, person that I'd ever met up until, you know, up until that point, yeah. you know, in terms of being really philosophical about it. And this is way, way back, you know. So I just thought this is great and she used to dress me she just had a really good way of putting things together yeah. and creating a kind of changing the image whether it was you know with accessories or layering up but she was really clever with shape and she was just really really stylish mm. and when I had uh, you know when I was a bit uh wild in my 20s and having boyfriends she would dress me for my for my dates and mm. that was always really interesting she would say right how many times have you seen them yeah I'd ask her I'd say look I don't know what to wear you yeah know, we're going to a gig or we're going down the pub or whatever and I really like him how much do you like him so I'd have like numbers out of 10 <laughs> and, uh, you know and um uh, and what kind of image do you want to create? You want you want to make yourself available, but not too available. So put trousers on, but maybe make the the, the top part a bit sexier. Don't make yourself too you know too obvious. Yeah. And she would just talk it all through, and wow. it was just like, wow, this is amazing. So she was my. And then I remember one day I went to her and said, um, I don't know what to wear today. And it wasn't a date night; it was just a normal day. She said, No, sorry, you know my my skills are only for the um for special occasion yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing it, got... like the influence that um a good girlfriend can have on on how you dress i think and can ah. be so inspiring and helpful yeah absolutely you know and uh they're it's really they're really important things and i think the other thing is to i kind of went down a, a road of sort of rules right oh i'm only gonna wear black i'm only gonna do this i'm never gonna wear skirts so, you know like really ridiculous kind of really reductive ways of looking at, at clothing mm. i would say the more open-minded you know and know what sort of suits you as well like i know what kind of colors suit me and i sort of know what colors don't suit me so mm. i naturally kind of gravitate to what works I think although I look at other people and I think oh if only I had that beautiful like gothic white skin I'd you know I could wear primaries and they don't really suit me yeah so that's what that's that that's really nice to see other people wearing stuff that I feel wouldn't really look good on me yeah and appreciating that yeah and just being sort of open-minded over over years to go you know what nobody's gonna sorry coronavirus but nobody's gonna die if i just wear something that doesn't quite work or doesn't look quite right no. you know it's it's not it's not you know you just wake up another day and you try it again you know totally and, um, it's such a nice mm. point because i think like sometimes over the years i've used that as a like reason to like beat myself up yeah, but actually yeah, if yeah. you can appreciate that like we all look great and we all look great in different things and that's so enriching and wonderful it was interesting what you said about creating yourself a uniform and mm. how some famous artists and writers say that they 
um, kind of have their own uniform so they don't have to put any creative thinking into getting dressed. Oh, I see. Yeah. But that yeah. would, I feel yeah. like that would deny us quite a, a such a pleasure. Yeah, I would too. There's definitely, yeah, not to beat yourself up about it, um, not to copy slavishly anybody or anything mm. and um and really just um you know i think over thinking it i think it has to sort of like it's almost like it should come in sideways you know mm. the, the 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 sort of like the the idea of what you're going to put on it, it it's like I, I i don't have my front brain you know thinking about it it sort of slides in from the side yeah. and then I kind of go, oh, you know, it's it's almost like I don't want to be too conscious about it because yeah. because then, then you like pressure yourself and it can be a bit yeah. miserable because you're not living up yeah. to like how you want to look or something. Yeah, and you can always find reasons if you're going to really go down that sort of conscious thought. You can always find reasons why, oh, I don't look good because of this or that or you know. So you know, just to be easy with yourself and just try and be easy in your own skin because you know we're never going to uh, be appreciated by everybody no and um going back to that open-mindedness you know it's it's fascinating to see how i could think about putting on a shape a, like a kind of quite a boxy shape for example something that i wouldn't dream about wearing you know even five six years ago mm. you know everything was like kind of quite pulled in and um and just go yeah i can yeah. you know um so i am quite sort of buttoned up and I do like a scarf around my neck and you know like if, if I'm wearing black a splash of colour or and lipstick I mean I haven't even got onto the subject of makeup and how important makeup and hair is you totally. know because I, uh, I think once you start with with your barnet and and you get a bit of lippy on you know you're really you're, you're halfway there you know yeah and I don't want to no I mean I was just going to say you can change a whole outfit just from putting on a load of makeup and doing your hair you know you can wear the scruffiest yep. thing on on your body but if you if your makeup and hair's done you kind of look semi-smart it's brilliant yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's like kind of you know or if you've got an amazing hat or something Ooh, that you, think, oh, like, you know put that on yeah. and you know i feel you know ready for the world so um yes I, I i am partial to a beret but if i got paid every time i was told that i look french my goodness i'd be rich you really <laughs> would because i mean is it, is it because i'm carrying a baguette by the way I... like <laughs> Well, I have told you about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are really good at accessorising what you wear. And I think sometimes people find it difficult to know what works with what. But for you, how does that work? Um, I'm lazy. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty lazy. I tend to wear the same jewellery. I'm not a fan of small very small jewellery um I and I do notice that there's a correlation between age really and jewellery size you know oh really and, uh, yeah I do yeah I call it apologetic jewellery um it's it's fear I think that drives it really um fear drives you know drives us all you know and I'm not mm. saying that I'm not partial to that as well especially mm. in current times but um oh, does that look right? Is that nice? You know, and I see a lot of young people when they try something on, they want 
somebody else to take the decision for them. Yeah. You know, they want to say, that's fantastic, you should get that. Now, what I've realised is that I've made many a mistake by going along with what other people have said. Yes. So, really, the important thing is to listen to yourself. Do you like it? Mm. Because believe me, if you think that's wild, that bit of jewellery, after you've worn it for a week, you won't even notice it anymore. Yeah. You know, it will just be, um, you know, I'm not, not completely, but do you know what I mean? It just won't be a big deal. No. So I always say, and that in terms of clothing as well, if you are feeling like that's just that you're pushing it, out there a little bit too much and you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable about it you probably look great (laughs) you probably look great but wear it and you'll get a compliment and then you'll go oh I'm so glad I bought that now and um, you know and if you don't get a compliment and you like it and you wear it a couple of times that feeling of it being sort of um a bit maybe in your face will go yeah you know? so all of these the, the, these emotions are sort of like an arc they, they it, it kind of rises you know that kind of feel like oh well, well I look do I look a bit silly in this mm. or you know does you know whatever and that sort of self-doubt and then eventually it just recedes but if you don't take risks you're never gonna you, you're not gonna get the buzz at the end man you no because it can it. be such <laughs> a buzz wearing something that you yeah. found or whatever and it's just like the best thing but you know it's slightly mad but you, you can wear it and be like oh my god i'm so fucking calling this like <laughs> you literally <laughs> feel like that <laughs> yeah yeah you've got uh, a lot of um really beautiful vintage things that you've collected have you got anything that you've had the longest or have you got anything that's your like absolute favorite that you'd pull out of the house if you could only take one thing i've got um it's an extraordinary dress um it doesn't have a label in it it was made it's just stunning it's silk chiffon and it's 1930s it's duck egg blue it's full length and it's bias cut so it completely hugs the figure and it's got a frill of the same fabric going down all the way down your ass and down to the down to the ground and it's open-backed, so very 30s, and it's got um, pin-tuck, tiny, oh, I don't know how to describe it, um, sort of pin-tuck pleats going into a V-shape, m- millions of them, all sewn in this really delicate fabric. Mm. Unfortunately, I wore it one day, and um, it, was a su- it was the summer, and I walked all round Brighton in it, and then I got home and I got in front of the mirror and realised I was actually naked <laughs> because <laughs> and I, just, I was like, oh my God, I've just walked around Brighton naked. It was just, and, and because it's such a wowie dress as well, people would have probably looked. <laughs> Well, because it's so like see-through, so delicate the it fabric. Was, it, it, yeah, because the de- because the fabric was so delicate. But because I was indoors, <laughs> I, just, I didn't uh, know. Oh, mate. Then, yeah, yeah. So that was that was kind of that, that was that was a good fashion faux pas. We've all done but, it. Um, We've all done that. Yeah. I know I've oh, done that goodness, multiple yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so. 
that prompted me to go and find a seamstress who would uh, make a slip for it and mm. uh, I, I now have uh, the perfect slip because <laughs> <laughs> I've got really small boobs I'm always it's I don't really need to wear a bra so I'm always constantly trying to work out how see-through tops are whether I can get away with wearing a bra or not and there's so many times like mm. you say you're inside and it looks fine and then you get outside mm. and you're like oh dear <laughs> yeah 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 and then there's all and, and it's been going on ad infinitum you know oh bras give you breast cancer bras are bad for you mm. bras stop your boobs from staying upright you know and, but then uh, there's also like the opposite of that it's like oh if you don't wear a yeah. bra then your tits are going to be like down your knees by the time you're older yeah, exactly. and stuff and all that yeah, and you're yeah. Gonna, yeah you're going to be playing football you know and um basically whether you wear one or not you're a failure is what the media tells us <laughs> i think you're right there yeah. it's uh it's uh you're damned if you do damned if you don't yeah. so uh you know so depending on how neurotic or free i feel it varies on the day whether it's coming on or coming off if yeah you this is a silly question but i really like it because i think it's quite telling and um, if you were an accessory what accessory would you be um it's like it's oh like my gosh. most like teenage magazine question oh i love it i just <laughs> I, I, i'd love i tell you what i'd love to be uh, uh, i i uh, but i i probably wouldn't be but i'd, I'd love to be and i'm forgetting her name pile of fruit pile of fruit oh. i'd want to be a whole big pile of fruit on my head there that 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 that, that will do me i think I'll, you I'll... you are that 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. carmen something oh carmen oh my god yeah it could be carmen miranda i think that's right yeah so I, i'd like to be preposterous that is such a I'm good answer enough <laughs> You, so you basically like you you want to be iconic, but you don't mind a bit of humour. <laughs> oh, crikey! If you can't if you can't laugh at yourself, if you take it that seriously, you might as well just just give up. Don't go out. You know? Don't it's... have any friends. Don't hang out. You know. You know. Be it's lonely. So true. You don't. Yeah. You know. A bit of lightness of touch, I think, is uh, what what's what's necessary. Yeah, don't always manage it, but yeah, I think yeah, mm. a bit, a bit of comedy, make yourself laugh a bit, you know. Yeah, and um, I always love talking to the, about the humour of clothes with you because you totally get that. That you know, I always say like I can just put on like we'll well we'll do it when we're together. We'll put on like a pair of sunglasses or something, and then just totally piss ourselves laughing because we think they're really funny. But <laughs> like, I think the more people I talk to, I feel like it's. A, a lot of people don't see clothes in that way, which is quite interesting because I think they can bring so much silliness and humour to your day. Um, so, <laughs> like I've said, I've said that to people about the humour in clothes, and it just looks so blankly. Maybe I've not explained it properly, um, but I think there's such a joyous thing that you can make yourself laugh through what you've got yeah. on. Yeah, I think the thing is, is to to uh, to. To physically make yourself the um, the object of ridicule, I think, is quite <laughs> quite important, you know. <laughs> and um, and I and I really I really admire anyone who's able to kind of you know put themselves up to be shot at, and whether mm. that means like walking you know walking up to a mate with a pineapple on your head or whatever, you know. Um, 
don't take yourself so seriously. There was um, that reminds me of a, a lampshade that um, I put on my head, and it was just the most glorious thing. <laughs> It was made out of metal, and I loved it. And I thought, I don't care if I look really stupid. I mean, I obviously didn't wear it out all day. And uh, it was just kind of... <laughs> it was just for a few minutes. But I just love the fact that if you hit it, it just resonated this amazing, amazing sound. <laughs> and then somebody came around the corner and found me with this lampshade on my head, hitting my own head. And I thought, <laughs> you know... <laughs> You know, well, I'm 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 getting a buzz out of it, you know. And um... that's so funny because obviously we're in the middle of um, this has been recorded during shutdown when we're all at home because of coronavirus, and um, mm. we were FaceTiming a few friends the other day, and we were all having a drink, and we were like, oh, let's all put on hats, you know, just being yeah. stupid. And my friend, um, instead of putting on a hat, she didn't have one to hand, so she unscrewed her beaded lampshade and wore that for the rest of the evening. Good! <laughs> and good. it actually looked incredible. <laughs> there you go. You know, that's, uh, that, 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 that's it. I There's think. many there different ways to accessorise. <laughs> there, there are, there are. And, yeah, ingenuity. And also, if you if you do have something that's kind of, um, you know, which I'm not really that good at, but I think is a really good skill and, and a good talent if you do, um, uh, is if you've got something and it's like, you know, you love it, but it's, it's dying on you a bit, you know, it's kind of falling apart, then, you know, I don't know, cut the arms off or, mm. you know, change the, you know, cut the, the hemline or, you know, muck around with it a bit yeah. and um, and and give it another lease of life. And um, because I'm actually wearing something right now that I've done that to and I think, oh, that really worked. I remember it really annoyed me when I first got it. There was something wrong about the neckline and then I got scissors to it and hacked at it. Mm. And... Um, yeah, I'm really pleased with it now. So, you know, there are skills, aren't there? So we can't go out and shop, but we can maybe go out and uh, or stay in and uh, and uh, get the scissors out, you know. Totally. And, um, I mean, yesterday I have a pair of jeans that I've had for years and they've always been a bit big and I've always been really reluctant to try and take them in because denim's so thick and it's a bit of a big job and I'm not that skilled with the sewing machine but I, I did it yesterday and I managed it and now they fit really nicely I'm so happy with them and I'm like why didn't you do this years ago <laughs> yeah you know and I think the thing is it takes the right it's like almost like the right moment finds you mm. you know because the great thing if you can if you can tune into the relative uh, silence that we've got now with um, people being indoors and it being so much quieter that I'm not running around doing six things at the same time in the same and and you can focus a bit better and you know and the air's nice you know you might have a window open even if you haven't got an outdoor space mm -hmm. and and just take your time with it and I think being in the right mindset to mm -hmm. approach something so so and you know and if you fuck it up you fuck it up you know it's a pair of jeans you know it's a, it, it's it's not the end of the world no. so so good I'm glad to hear that you're you're being creative and you're you know so you've got yourself a nice pair of a pair of jeans that fit better yeah great good for you yes have you done much else in terms of uh of sewing, sewing or... yeah, yeah and i've made 
uh, I've made a few rather odd things because I don't have a lot of big pieces of fabric. I've got a lot of kind of small parts. Uh-huh. So last week I made a really crazy pair of patchwork dungarees and they're all really loud floral prints. They are another level. Um, talking about, you know, the humour in clothes, they really do have humour to them. Uh, I've got on at the moment, actually, a little kind of peasanty blouse that's smocked that I made out of some old floral curtains. Good, <laughs> um, good. I've got, I made a 60s dress from a original pattern, like a mini dress that I finished yesterday. Um, yeah, so a few bits and bobs. Obviously, with having more time, I never normally have that much time to dedicate to sewing, um, but... Mm. It brings me pleasure. I'm not, you know, I'm no great seamstress, but I can just about manage it. Yeah, so like you say, get out the scissors, get out needle and thread and just fuck around with things. Yeah, good. So you're asking me, you're asking me about whether my style has changed during this crisis. Yes. Um, well, I vowed to keep my lipstick on. Great. Um, you know, I live on my own, but, you know, hey-ho, you know, we wear makeup for ourselves as much as for anybody else. Yep. Um, so uh, that has kind of pretty much remained a constant, but I'm decorating. So I literally have been living in um, decorators' clothes, and uh, it's quite nice. It's quite, you know, and then by the time I've finished working, I'm, um, you know, I'm ready to sort of uh, just slob around. So I do have a kind of I suppose indoor because I have got a thing about not wearing your best clothes in indoors mm. you know because if you if you're wearing sort of vintage bits you don't want them to wear out too much mm. so um I would say comfort is really important so I've got kind of glam comfort if I've got a guest round <laughs> so I might wear <laughs> yeah I, <can't, laughs> I do like a bit of glam comfort um, Oh, yeah, oh, that makes me excited. Um, so that would be something like a uh, Chinese dressing gown with um, loose trousers and, um, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah. that would be that would be that would be my and then I'm not telling you all the rest of the world what I'd wear otherwise. <laughs> honest, right? Quite There's right. Things. Some things remain a secret. It's not knowing, right? <laughs> Yesterday, I had I reached a point in the day where I wanted to put my pajamas on, but then I was a bit cold and walking around, so I put socks on. And then, because I was walking around and I wanted to go sit in the front yard, I put like sandals on. And then I was cold, so then I put like a hoodie on the top, and I was like, "Wow, this really isn't a stylish outfit." <laughs> like, it just it just snowballed and ended. I ended up looking insane, but that's all right. We're at home. Who cares? How did you want to dress when you were a little kid? I remember what, uh, one friend uh, doing ballet, and I didn't know what ballet was, you know. I mean, what's we, you know, no idea, right? Um, we weren't cultured like that, my goodness. And, um, <laughs> and I just, uh, but I just remember what an amazing pair of shoes, and I just wanted the shoes. Mm. That pink, those ribbons, that shape, that 
I think attire, the ballet attire must have been such a weigh in for so many little girls wanting to do ballet because you get like the whole look is is that thing in itself, isn't it? And so appealing. Absolutely. So appealing. And that soft baby pink. Oh, what's not to love about that? Mm. So um, I do remember certain things that I wore that I really liked. I had a pair of purple dungarees which had a crocodile face on on the on the on the front on the bib part. That sounds great. um, It was great. And the zip was was the teeth yellow big yellow zip opened up. I mean that's joy, isn't it? Yeah, that's really joy. Yeah. I thought you'd like that one. <laughs> um, so, and then I just remember sort of things like watching my mum have a dinner party and be wearing lurex, you know, mm. black silver kind of halter neck, um, you know, and thinking, oh, that was so glamorous, you know. So, uh, and we haven't even got gone on the subject of of men and and clothing and and being inspired by, you know, these um, cool hand Luke type figures you know these strong silent males you Mm. know which i which i sort of really identified with and i wanted to be like that you know Mm. so um so when it got to the point where i could kind of wear choose my own clothes i I did go for a more masculine if you like um choice of clothing with you know a good ruffle thrown in by the new romantics you know so I just felt like it was the best of both worlds you know you could run around um and you could you know you know have a bit of pomp and ceremony lovely you know nice and then big hair you know and and loads of makeup brilliant Mm. absolutely great you know when I look back I would say that probably when I was about 17 I can look back and I can look at some photographs and think wow you look really good then yeah and then there's other periods of my life where I just go what the fuck happened yes you know like where where did what was I thinking that that could be in any shape or form beautiful nice or you know that I, I, I felt good in it you know so kind of interesting but I do have a I have got a fondness for that sort of early, sort of um, early new romantic uh, look um, mm. that I kind of always go back to. And, um, you know, yeah, and I, we haven't even gone into the, the realm of fabric or putt or, you know, no. I mean, there's, there's, there's tons of stuff. There is. So, you know. Fuck times we haven't even touched on, like menswear or fabrics or whatever. It's so interesting just yeah. what comes up that's different for everyone. Do you have any advice... Uh, I think we have touched on this partly, but just for giving like less fucks about what other people think about the way you look. I would say that it's not just fashion. You have to have a mindset and it literally is that if you don't, and I don't mean this in a selfish way because I think it's about your behaviours. If your behaviour is good and you know that you're, you, you're, you're not out to get anybody or be shit to anybody Mm. then um really you will never please everybody so i would say if you know really deep down that you will never please everybody then you don't have to please anybody with having to say what you think that they want you to say you don't have to worry about what people think and you don't have to, and, and that and that will extend into what you wear. Mm. So, 
if you're if your head is of that persuasion which you know we can all be like that at times you know oh i wonder what they think you know but if you really realize that you can't control the outside world and how people perceive you then really you might as well just have a bit of fun and 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 and, you know and uh do it for you and just do it for you Mm. yeah really you know oh that's um, such good advice like that literally wants to make me cry because it's so like on the mark of yeah i just think you're so right and that's such a lovely thing to share thank you oh well my pleasure i'm just um i'm very honored to be invited to your lovely podcast so yeah brilliant to speak to you and to um and to have this chat about clothes because as we both know we can talk about this shit forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we literally could do like a day's worth on it, I think, probably without even, with just stopping for the occasional loo or coffee break. <laughs> can and I? This is, not, this is not even looking at each other's wardrobes. Could you imagine uh, if we were actually in front of, you know, and then putting stuff together? It would just, yeah. That's like it, a week's it, worth it, of activities. <laughs> <laughs> at least. <laughs> can I share um, one of my favourite bits of your advice? You can. I'll say it to you, and then you can tell me whether I can say it or not. Okay. When you say style it out, can you talk about that? <laughs> Styling it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got this from this. Um, I got this bit of I, this idea from. <laughs> I was just about to go in and do an exam of all things, like oh, and um, and there was this really sort of cool, hot dude that was in my class and um we were kind of waiting to go in to do the exam and I sort of said to him you know neurotically you know have you done you know any revision and he just went no I'm just gonna style it out (laughs) (laughs) and I just remember thinking how do you style out an exam I mean I've got no idea how you can style out an exam but and you can write about it but he said no I'm just going to style it out and <laughs> and it stuck with me and I just kind of think you know what if you put something on and you leave the house and you think oh no that's not my the shoes aren't right with this style it out yeah <laughs> you know because if people if you are if you're walking around like pulling your skirt down because it it, it keeps riding up everyone will notice your hand pulling your skirt down mm. you know if um so really let it ride up you know then when nobody's looking maybe have a little hitch <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the thing is is um if if you're not drawing attention to it a, a lot of the time people people don't notice so um and if you just sort of um you know it's not being big-headed or you know arrogant um heaven forbid but um if you can just uh yeah if, if something's not quite right yeah style it out just make just you know who's to know you know totally. if you feel good if you look like you feel good then it, you know it's what people will pick up so um yeah Yay, that's Look. such a nice place to finish the finish today's podcast, I think. I love that. Style it out. Style it out. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Threads podcast.
podcast. My name is Chelsea Mountney and I am part of Pop Heart. You can find more of our work on our website, Twitter and Facebook at Pop Heart UK. Please also look out for all things that Cast Iron are doing across all their social media. Thank you.